Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. So spooky. Spooky season is upon us. <laughs> or ending. Ending? Ending, yeah. Because Halloween's Thursday, right? It is. Oh, man. That just happened. October happened really fast. October really just swung for the fences. And and made it. Yeah. <laughs> but tell me about what we did recently. Oh, my God. We went to Hibachi last night. No, so good. So good. Oh my god, I'm still thinking about that food. The noodles? Oh. Oh, I love noodles. Oh my god, I'm drooling. I think <laughs> I always think the whole debate between, you know, if you could have either noodles or rice for the rest of your life, which would it be? I feel like it would be noodles. Why not also, both? I hate this question. I know. <laughs> I mean, there are such things as rice noodles. That's true. But they're not the same as like other types of noodles. So I also it depends. So there's so many different types of noodles. The same way there's so many different types of pastas. Yeah. So I would choose noodles based on the fact that there's variety. Yeah. With rice, it's like rice or brown rice. And certain types of pastas hit better. They do. Sorry, I'm burping. But yes, oh. they do. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze me. And then right before recording, we got some really awesome hot cocos. Yeah. I'm trying some with oat milk for the first time ever. How is it? And I can't tell a difference. Nice. So I think that's good. That is good. Yeah. Are you having any reactions? Uh, just besides my burps, no. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so oat milk gets a check. <laughs> For now. For now. So far, so good. <laughs> good, good. You know what doesn't get a check? <laughs> this movie that we watched this week, <laughs> it took a full week of me watching this movie to get through the whole thing. I feel like I spent like a whole work day. Watching this the, movie? That's how long this movie felt. It is an hour and 40 minutes, and yet, oh. five days later... <laughs> oh, my God. Scream is the movie that we're talking about. 1996. Yes. Uh. And let us tell you. <laughs> so, um, what did you know about this movie before we watched it? I knew it was about the guy with the mask, mm-hmm. the Scream mask, which I guess is originated from this movie. Yeah. Um, Reverse I, product placement. Yep. <laughs> I, I did have to watch, I've seen the first scene or like the first sequence, I guess, with Drew Barrymore because I had to study it for a sound class in college. Ah, So there's this thing called diegetic sound and non-diegetic sound. So mm-hmm. diegetic means that's the sound within the world that the character hears. Yes. So if I put my cup down and hear a that, mm-hmm. that is the diegetic sound. But the, the creepy music that builds all the suspense for the audience, that's the non-diegetic. Ah. So we had to like watch the scene or the sequence and like identify each sound. And that's why I know about that scene. So also that's why it was misleading later on, but we'll get there <laughs> later. What did you know about this movie? Everything I knew about this movie, I knew from spoof movies. Yes. But then like I haven't seen those since we were like way young. So yeah. I don't, I don't even remember them anyway. And then I've watched like one episode of the Scream TV show. Oh, it was a TV show? Yeah. Like I think like a few years ago they started it. Scream Queens? No, like it's oh. Scream. Oh, really? I didn't finish the first oh, episode. I didn't know that. <laughs> Oops. It's like modern and it's like basically the same thing. Like she gets a phone call and she's like, who are you? And he's like, I can see you in your house, but it's like your house is all windows. And so. also <laughs> I'm getting mad too soon. I'm not, we're not there yet. I'm going to hold it. But as a brief side note, can we just talk about all the spoof movies? <laughs> I love them so much. They're so ridiculous. Which one was the one that we that was sold out, but we still had to see it so badly that we sat on the floor? I think Dance Flick. Oh, that one was so good. I think a ton of us in high school ended up going and there was like no seats. And yeah, we were sitting in like the aisles and stuff, right? Yeah. That's how, how amazing these movies were. Yes, because that movie made fun of Twilight. 
Ah. And that's when everyone was making, was yeah. into Twilight. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I feel like we got tickets for like some other like actual like scary or like thriller movie. One of the like <laughs> redemption movies. And we're like, yeah, let's just go see that movie. <laughs> what and is wrong with us? The, the box office people definitely knew what we were doing anyway. Oh, for sure. Because we but asked for yeah. the one movie first. And yeah. She was like, oh, it's sold out. And we were like, okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. But let me read you this Netflix logline. Okay. And tell me what you think about it. Okay. Because I disagree. <laughs> it's creepy phone stalker, period. Lunatic killer with a ghost face, period. Everyone's a suspect, period. But you've never seen horror like this. <laughs> Have we? Sure. I mean, I I guess we haven't, but is it good? I have a whole separate issue with Netflix log lines. Because they're bad? They're so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And there's like one movie where like the spoiler was in the log line. And then I sat during the whole movie trying to figure out what the spoiler was. And then it happened. And it was like so anticlimactic. I was so mad. Wow. Yeah. You think an intern does that? Probably. Because sometimes the typos... I mean, sometimes the subtitles have typos. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes the typos have subtitles. I mean, they could. (laughs) You never know because so you can understand what the typos are saying. Yes, exactly. But yeah, I'm just like, damn it, Netflix. Mm. (laughs) So let's get into this movie. Yeah. Scream, 1996. Awesome. It opens with a woman screaming and a phone ringing. So it sounds pretty on brand so far. Yeah, right. (laughs) And then Drew Barrymore picks up and they play this whole like, hello, hello. Who is this? Who is this game? What do you mean? Like, he says, the guy on the other, uh, on the other line is like, who is this? And I was like, you called me. Exactly. What do you mean? He's basically a telemarketer. Ugh, he's the worst. And then they, they do the whole, like, back and forth. And then Drew Barrymore's like, I think you have the wrong number. Bye. Yeah, she's super polite to him. Yeah. And yeah. then she hangs up and then rings immediately again. So the voice comes back and is like, oh, I must have had the wrong number. I wanted to apologize. And she's like, okay, bye. And he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. He's like, he wants to keep talking to her. And she's like, they have 900 numbers for that. I forgot that that existed. Those are phone text lines, right? Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> I mean, Look. it was the 90s. They didn't have the internet yet. They, they <laughs> did. They did. <laughs> did you have to like pay for porn back then for internet Probably. porn? Probably. Sucks. so then they hang up and then she calls again and she's maintaining a conversation and she's still super polite like what no no like who in their right mind i know i mean would we have done that in high school we definitely prank called everybody and their mom oh for sure yeah but like (laughs) we didn't have like you know not as many people had like computers and laptops and we didn't have smartphones like we we had nothing to entertain ourselves Just the influence of the star 67. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so then as they're chatting, he does the, so what scary movies do you like? And she says Halloween. And remember when we were going to watch that movie instead of this one? Oh my and God. And we definitely could have, but it wasn't on any streaming service. The worst. That's they had rude. the sequel. They had the sequel and like the, the remake, but not the original. Wild. Annoying. <laughs> so then he asked for her name again and she's like, why? And he's like, so I know who I'm looking at. And now she gets concerned. Well, before that, just to rewind a little bit, he's like asking her if she has a boyfriend and stuff. She's like, no. Yeah. Which is a little rude. I hate that. Because we found out that she does have a boyfriend later on. Yeah. It's like, so you just lied like that? Just to flirt (laughs) with some stranger on the phone? It's awful. But yeah, like that. I want to know who I'm looking at. I was like, excuse me? No, not for me. No, 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 (laughs) no. Then she runs through her house to lock her doors. Like, why were they not already locked? I, like. Suburbia. I I don't know. Like, was her whole thing that she's like, I live in the middle of nowhere. Like, whatever. 
Yeah, it's safe. No one's going to come attack me. No, you're home alone. Lock your damn doors. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, you're more in danger because yeah. you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Awful. And uh, you know what? She still is on the phone as she's locking the doors. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so then she's like, okay, no, like I'm going to hang up now. And he's like, if you hang up, I'm going to cut you like a fish. Yeah, dude freaks out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this killer is very even tempered. <laughs> very, very uh, calm. Oh, for sure. But now she starts crying and she's all scared. And then he's like, oh, I want to see what your insides look uh, look like. Blech. And then she hangs up and now she's in hysterics again. Mm-hmm. So then somebody rings the doorbell and it scares, the, it spooks her. Yeah. And the phone rings and she picks up again. <laughs> so I'm over it. This is when I got, also side note, I was going to say this is when I got exhausted <laughs> and we're like 10 minutes into this movie. This isn't even 10 minutes. This is like five minutes in. That was such a long five yeah, minutes. It's a really long five minutes. But my side note is this was 96. Did cell phone plans have unlimited or no. was this killer just running up their minutes? Oh, totally just running up their minutes. That's such a waste. Yeah. I remember when you had minutes. <laughs> and then in the middle of the month, we just stopped talking. Yep. Because we used too many of them. Because <laughs> it was like, you used like five cents to like send a text and five cents to receive. And just nonsense. And then you send a picture and oh boy. Oh man, it was like 10 cents. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send me nothing. Nope. <laughs> Mail me pictures. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, she says that he better cut it out or her boyfriend who's big and plays football is going to kick his ass. And he's like, you said you didn't have a boyfriend. And then she's like, well, I do. I and, was lying. And then he's like, oh, is his name Steve? And she's like, what? Huh? What? Huh? Who? <laughs> how, how, how do you know that? <laughs> it's not Steve from the last movie we watched. No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but then he says, turn your patio lights on. And I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah. You're like, oh, God, what are we about to see? So she turns the lights on. And, and he's, he's out there. He's tied up in a chair, like duct taped and whatever. And the guy is like, you have to play a game with me or, you, or he dies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, awesome. Trivia time. Yeah. The first question is, who's the killer in Halloween? And then she answers Michael Myers. She gets Which that is a right. spoiler. Yeah. For those of us, me, who haven't seen it. Me. <laughs> Second question, which we know this answer. Yes, we do. Who's the killer in Friday the 13th? Oh, my God. It's Mrs. Voorhees, but she says Jason, and she's very confident that it's Jason, but we know better. Yeah, because we know that now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, if you really watched the movie, you would know it was his mom. You know the original killer was Mrs. Voorhees. So, Steve is dead. Yeah, he dies. Guts out. Gross. So last question of the game, even though he died already. It yeah. was like a bonus round was, what door am I at? So that's creepy. Oh, I don't like super that. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says he's either at the front door or the patio door. And then a chair flies through the patio door. So like he gave away where he was. <laughs> well, because she wasn't answering the question. So he, so he was just like, yeet. Here, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Yeah. By the way, during this whole thing, before the like last phone call, when she was like talking about movies or whatever, and they're like, oh, whatever, I don't have a boyfriend. She was making popcorn. Mm -hmm. So her popcorn, she's like doing the Jiffy Pop. Have you ever done it? Not on a stove, no. So Jiffy Pop, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like this thingy in a pie tin and you have to like shake it while it's cooking or else it burns and it always comes out terrible. And it like <laughs> inflates or whatever. So the whole time her popcorn is cooking. So <laughs> like her popcorn's on fire at this point. So yeah. But we don't care because the killer's in the house. Yeah. So it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he ends up breaking through a window to grab her and she punches him, runs, and then stops running to look at Steve. And I'm like, girl, move. What are you doing? No sense of survival. (laughs) 
Yeah. And then, of course, the killer catches up to her because she just took a quick break to, like, look at her boyfriend. Yeah. Like, He's dead on. already. Just get going. So then he stabs her and she fights back some, which, like, good for her. Yeah. And as she's getting stabbed, she sees her parents' car driving up. Yay, mom and dad but are home. it's too late because she's already dead. Not dead, but she's getting attacked. She's getting attacked. And she starts, like, walking up. But, like, I guess they didn't notice her in her peripheral vision. So they just don't notice her, and they just walk into a trashed house. Yeah, parents only have tunnel vision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They only see one thing. <laughs> the killer attacks her again, and she pulls off his mask, but we don't see his face. We do not. And he hesitates for a second to finally kill her, so I'm like, oh, does he know her? Hmm. Yeah. I didn't notice that part. Or maybe he's just taking a sweet time. He's like, this is it. Yeah, Bye. I thought it was that. Yeah. Because so now we jump back inside. Mom and dad are like freaking out. Oh my God, the kitchen's on fire. Oh my God, where's my daughter? <laughs> so then... Our home. <laughs> so then dad's like, call the police. So this part is messed up because... It is messed up. Oh, we also find out that Drew Barrymore's character's name is Casey. Yes. And we didn't find out until 15 minutes in. Yeah. Which annoyed me. <laughs> I was like, oh, this girl looks like Drew Barrymore. I did not put two and two together because that I'm girl an idiot. was Drew Barrymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's still on the phone, like on the line, because the the killer was talking to her. Because Casey was using a landline. Yes. Which for everyone who doesn't know what a landline is, <laughs> that's your house phone. Yeah. And way back in the day, if you picked up one phone and then like mom in the other room picks up the same phone, she could hear your she whole could conversation. Hear your line, yeah. Oh. That Rough. was that was a, a tough time for all of us involved. <laughs> but so mom picks up the phone to call the police, but she hears Casey's like last breaths. Mm-hmm. So that's rough. That is. That sucks. That's pretty horrifying. Yeah. And like Casey's like trying to like say help, but of course her parents are like, Casey, Casey, <laughs> like yelling into the phone so, yeah. instead of trying to, <laughs> to listen. I don't know, but they, they're panicking because, yeah. you know, obviously no one knows what to do and no one knows the correct steps in any of these situations because yeah. you just go right into panic. Yeah, and then dad tells mom to get in the car and go to the neighbors to call the police. But like, hey, dad, your white is showing. Yeah. Splitting up right now is a great idea. But also, it's a little rude that Casey's tying up the line. (laughs) (laughs) She really could be thinking ahead. Yeah, like hang up so your parents can call the cops. Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? As she's dying, she should have had that clear state of mind. (laughs) (laughs) Mom ends up going outside and loses her shit because she sees Casey. They have like this big tree in their yard and... Casey's been hung up on the tree and gutted. Yep. That was a wild first scene sequence. Yeah. And also like how long was that sequence? I want to say it was like 10 minutes, that whole thing. So long. It was so long, but then like a lot happened there and then nothing else happens for a huge chunk of the movie. And I'm like, oh. Oh boy. (laughs) So now we're with another girl. Yes. She's got a scrunchie and a high ponytail. She's got bangs. She's a visco girl. Yeah. And she's got like an 1800s nighty. Yeah. <laughs> and she's typing at her computer, which I couldn't see what she was typing. It just looked like, you know, like how the matrix code was. Yeah. But she was just typing regular, like she wasn't in a word document. It was like yeah. green text on a black screen. And I don't know what that was. <laughs> they didn't have like browsers or anything. I don't know. Our 1993 is showing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> she didn't have aim. No, she didn't. <laughs> what did they, what did they use the computers for? I don't know. For paint? Not even. Did they have that back then? I don't know. Oh, we got to research. When did Microsoft Paint become a thing? I don't know. Oh, geez. (laughs) Anyway, she's typing. She hears a noise outside, so she goes to her window and ah, somebody grabs her hand. Yeah. And she screams. Just her boyfriend. Yeah. Ugh. And dad (laughs) rushes in because he heard his scream. And she's like, no, nothing happened. I didn't scream. Girls, just say you saw a spider. Yeah. Come on. Teenagers are not not that fast. These teenagers are not that fast. You were faster, (laughs) especially when you snuck out of your window. (laughs) 
Yep. So then he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go hit the sack, <laughs> <laughs> which is on par for next morning. He's going to be ready to rock and roll. You ready to rock and roll, guys? You guys ready to rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> so he's going on a weekend long expo. He won't be back until Sunday. So she's going to die. Yeah, right. That was my immediate thought. <laughs> <laughs> so she's alone till Sunday. So she's not going to make it, right? Yeah. Then... Then there's like a whole scene with the girl and her boyfriend. It's Billy is Sydney and Billy. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? They're doing like this whole weird thing. Yes. And I guess it's just to establish that she's a virgin. Yes. Can yeah. I explain a little bit? Because I thought this was very creative. <laughs> okay. From his point of view. He essentially comes over to say, I was watching The Exorcist and it was like cut for TV. So all the good stuff was cut out. And like, you remember when we started going out and it was like, you know, rated R and we were, you know, going, but now it feels like we're, we're cut for TV and I like, just want to like get back to that. So I was like, wow, when boys want that ass, they will get so creative. Yeah, they really will. They will just make up whatever bullshit. And how do we how, just how do we channel that into them being creative, functioning adults, you know? <laughs> and not just being creative to get dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still creativity, but, you know, just like channeled differently. But what is he? But it's like, would you guys just make out super hard? Like, I don't understand. I mean, they were in middle school. So, yeah. I mean, probably. high school, probably. High school. Yeah. They did like some hardcore handholding. Oh, yeah. Cool. Like, oh, my hands are so clammy right now. Maybe they touched knees when they sat next to each other. Ooh. Scandalous. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then they start making out. Yeah. And he starts touching her and he's like, don't worry, I wouldn't break your underwear rule. And he's like, I thought we could try some over the clothes stuff. Like what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> They're in high school. <laughs> and then she says, okay, like, no, send his ass home. Yeah. Come he just on. scared the crap out of you. Sydney. <laughs> so then they, they start making out again. And then after a little bit, she's like, okay, it's time for you to go home. So he crawls back out the window. And then she's like, would you settle for a PG-13 relationship? And he's like, what's that? And then she just flashes him. Yeah. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Imagine if he just fell. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Like, that'd be hilarious. So funny. <laughs> so now the next day. Yeah, we're at the high school. Yep. And I'm like, so what was the point of that entire previous scene? I guess you're right to, to establish the virginness. Yeah, because it becomes like a whole thing later on. Yeah. Which is so stupid. But anyway, so we're at high school. Yep. We've got cops. Woodsboro High School is the town. Oh, and then we've got the cops and reporters, and then we got the girl. Then we have Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. You didn't learn her name for a long time too, right? I didn't learn anyone's name for a long time. <laughs> what, what is it with everything that we've been watching so far? Like, I didn't learn Randy's name until the end of the, the movie. End, yeah. Because I was just calling him Jamie Kennedy the whole time in my notes. Oh, you knew who that was? I was like, oh, the movie guy? I was like, why does that guy look like that guy, that white rapper in that one movie? So then oh. I looked up the cast and I was like, oh, it is him. Oh, wait, which movie? Malibu's Most Wanted. That's, okay. That's what yeah. I was like half thinking. Yeah. I was okay. like, he looks so familiar. That was a great movie too. <laughs> it's so funny. So did you catch like the news reporter? She was saying something about, I don't, I truly do not know. So there's a news reporter and she's like talking and she's t discussing students doing drugs and being into the occult. Oh, so I did not hear that. Yeah. So like which pulling like the occult and like all that kind of stuff kind of fits into this movie taking place in the nineties mm -hmm. because like the whole satanic panic thing was the whole thing in like the eighties and nineties. Where if you listen to like rock or metal music or black, you know, like anything to like straight that kind of strayed from the norm, mm -hmm. you were like labeled as different. Mm -hmm. During this time, there was like a huge fear of like satanic cults that got built from all of this. And like, 
I obviously, I don't want to dive into it too much here because there's so many better sources of information than myself, but like... You're my favorite Wikipedia. Thanks. But like one good example would be like the documentary, ooh, would be the documentary Paradise Lost. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Of course not. So it's like a Have I seen part. anything? <laughs> True, right? So it's a three-part doc series. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's long. But it's as like, long as this. Yeah, right. <laughs> probably probably not as long as this movie. So it's like these three teenagers and they were like into like heavy metal. Okay. So then like in this town, they found like three dead children who were like mutilated. Mm. So they blamed the teenagers for it. And then basically, I'm basically dumbing down the movie. But yeah, no, but that's how I need to consume things. Yeah. So they were like falsely accused for this, mm. these murders. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, oh, these kids listen to heavy metal, like they're into Satan, they killed these children. Nice. That's so like that's like part of like that's like the idea of the satanic panic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Copy, copy, copy. <laughs> Which again, like, kind of comes up a little bit later on in this movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. Checks out. Story yeah. checks out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Fits in with the time period. Cool. <laughs> Back to high school. Yep. We meet Tatum, who's Sydney's yes. friend. Yep. BFF. Even. Yeah. Who catches Sydney up about Casey and Steve's deaths. Mm-hmm. She just says also that the authorities are grilling all the students and staff. And this is like the worst crime in years. Worse than, it's bad. So like, what was the worst? What was worse than this? I know. I was like, worse than what, Tatum? Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know. Did you notice that during her dialogue, a car honked? Mm, no. I was like, I don't think that was on purpose. Probably not. <laughs> it's like someone's like busting through the PAs. <laughs> it's like, let me I gotta get to work. I gotta get home. <laughs> I was like sitting there and I was like, I bet the killer was a victim and like whatever Tatum was talking about and those kids were involved somehow and now it's revenge. Uh, yeah. Like they bullied the, the killer or something? Or maybe something. I was just trying to like figure out the killer or like who was in cahoots with who oh, I wasn't during the yet. whole movie because I was like, that's just how I am. So oh, it's like, not until uh, a little bit later on that I'm like, so is it this person or it's this? No, it's this one. No, <laughs> who, no, no, no. Who is doing what? Yeah. <laughs> but now we're in class and Sydney is looking at the desk next to her because that's where Drew Barrymore used to sit. Aww. Or Casey, that's where Casey used to sit. Mm-hmm. But now she gets called in because it's her turn to get grilled by the cops. So then we cut over to the principal's office and the cops are saying, who's next? And the principal, who I'm assuming that's the principal, if you've ever seen Parks and Rec, he's John Ralphio's dad. I forget his I love that guy. Name. That the guy who plays the principal, he's like weird in everything he he's in. Yeah, he's I feel like he's in Silicon Valley too. Probably. I want to say that. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's like he's like that guy. Yeah. But so yeah, so the principal makes a face when they said that it's Sydney Prescott and he's like she was the daughter of dot dot dot. And yeah. So and again, are we just dangling this dot 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 in front of us? Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, wait. I was like, is her mom dead? Like was her mom the victim of the crime that Tatum brought up?" Yeah. And then Sydney comes in and like sits down and then the principal grabs her chin. I hated that so much. And I was like, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Why? So, so she's to back up a little bit. Sydney's like, she says hi to the sheriffs. And then one of them is Dewey. But today he's like, um, that's deputy Riley today. So I guess we know who Dewey is. I yeah. guess they're like on a personal level. And then the principal's like, this will be fast. The cop just want to ask some questions and that's when he cups her chin. Yeah. And I was like, so that's weird. inappropriate. Super weird. I was like, why did he just touch her chin? Yeah. Like, what is their relationship? <laughs> As you can see, I didn't pay attention to the rest of the scene because no. I was just like, what? And then now, so we actually don't even get any more of the questioning bit because they cut yeah. to after school. Yeah. We get an exterior shot of the school with a PA announcement. Mm-hmm. And on the announcement, the principal's talking and he says, remember, your principal loves you. Just you, Sydney. Like, 
what? <laughs> like, that's so weird. Yeah. This is weird. I'm not about this guy. <laughs> and this is the 20 minute mark into this movie. Oh, jeez. Like, yes. <laughs> it's so long. I really thought that the Drew Barrymore scene was 20 minutes long. <laughs> no, this is the 20 minute mark because I paused it oh. to be like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? I just, I f- just felt so awkward watching this whole movie. <laughs> So Sydney Tatum and their friends, they're all debating if the killer could have been a woman or not, because, you know, remember in Basic Instinct when that, I guess the killer in that movie is a woman, which also I didn't even know that Basic Instinct was a killer movie. I don't know what that is. That, I just know that's the movie where <laughs> the lady flashes her hoo-ha. Ah, yeah. Nice. She does the, the crossing her legs and then crossing her legs the other way thing. And then that's when, that's the scene where you get it. Yeah. And Tatum says, because they're still discussing this, and Tatum says, that is so sexist. The killer could easily be female. And I'm like, oh, like that other movie we watched. Yeah. Yay. But (laughs) also, this is the part where I ask, like, is this entire movie just a reference to other movies? Yeah, that's what I didn't... Because we had The Exorcist. This is Basic Instinct now. Yeah. And And then Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. So no spoilers, but we're going to get more. Yeah. The one thing I was wondering is, like, the whole with how the kids were interacting with each other, I was like, are they all friends? Because they're kind of dicks. They're all, yeah, they they're get all, very uh, mean. Yeah, they're all awful to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the guys is the guy who plays Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. His name is Stu. That's him? Yeah. No. I'm pretty sure that's him. He's definitely in other things and I, I pin him as Shaggy. I am not a fan of Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, guys, turns out is the worst. He's, he, uh, uh, so. Yeah, keep talking. I'm going to look up if that's actually Shaggy. Okay. So Sydney's boyfriend, Billy, like sits up and like says something and something about him, like I, I don't like. There's something about Billy that really bothers me. And just I'm like, like how his whole character, his persona, his... His, his demeanor. Like yeah. he's just so uncomfortable. And I'm like, ugh. <sighs> so then we go to a shot of a bus. So... Uh, they live Hold in like on. it definitely is shaggy no Look, so on his imdb the first thing on the banner bit is stop. scooby-doo <laughs> stop <laughs> and his filmography is known for number one is scooby-doo that's number home. two is the descendants that's amazing and it doesn't go i'm scrolling a lot and i do not see scream yet scream is not even in top five no wow Ooh, that means that he got he got bumped down on that one damn that sucks or maybe he just did phenomenal in all his other movies. I mean, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, he's pretty great in Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't okay. love Shaggy? I mean, we don't anymore now. Aww. <laughs> he, took, he just took one hit. Strike yeah. one for, Sha- yeah. for, for Shaggy. No, I love Shaggy. Shaggy's yeah. always been my fave. <laughs> like, totally, dude. <laughs> okay, now back to you. And yeah. what were you saying? Because I kind of zoned out for a minute. Oh, it's okay. I hate that they live in one of those places where the bus picks you up and drops you off at your house. I'm jealous about that. <laughs> But also, you're right. Everybody knows where you live. Yeah, I hate that. (laughs) Like, what? No. And also, at this point, I also realized that all of these kids are in their 20s. No, it's a 90s movie. So the actors are probably in their 30s. Oh, right. right. (laughs) I was being generous with the 20s. Yeah, because they're adults playing teenagers. And they're supposed to be in high school. But you're like, they don't look like teenagers. They don't. They do not. (laughs) Whatever, though. Yeah. What do we know? So we get a shot of Sydney's house, and her house is awesome. Beautiful. Ugh. White picket fence. Yeah. Home overlooking some beautiful hills. Yeah. I was like, can I live there? Yeah. <laughs> now we're inside. No, actually, no, we're on the patio, and she's on the phone with Tatum talking about how it's just weird with reporters and police. You know, it's like deja vu. What happened to Sydney? 
What happened to her mom? Yeah. Her mom. <laughs> so then Tatum says that she'll be over by like seven o'clock tonight. And now we're inside and she's just minding her own business, but spooky music starts to play. So now I'm starting to get stressed out. Yeah. And I'm like, we're spending too much time with Sydney, which means I'm like, Something. I'm like, she's either going to die next or she's going to live like right. out of everyone. I'm like, I was thinking that she might be dying next because we spent all that time with Drew Barrymore and then she died. Yeah. So is this movie going to be told in chapters where like each person dies? Like Kill Bill? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd be like, why am I, I don't care. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then she starts channel surfing and mm-hmm. then she stops at a news broadca- broadcast where... Imagine if she was watching a news podcast. <laughs> a news podcast. And we find out that her mom was raped and murdered a year ago. Oh. Yeah, now I don't want to know what happened to her mom anymore. Yeah, no. I wish they didn't tell us. (laughs) Can we just can we just take that back? Yeah. (laughs) So then she goes over like she you know she's had enough of the news. It's a very emotional time of the year for her because it's like the anniversary ish of when her mom died. Yeah. So then she goes to another couch in her house because again with this beautiful ass house you're going to have multiple rooms with couches in them. Of course. I'm surprised there's not a Peloton bike. (laughs) (laughs) That's upstairs. But so she looks out the window on the other couch and then she takes a picture of her mom um, that's sitting next to her because I guess that's also where they just sit to talk on the phone because there's a phone there. Yeah. She puts her feet up on the couch and takes a nap. But She has her sneakers on. She does. Oh, I hate her. What are, what's with these American-ass families and putting your sneakers on your furniture? She deserves to die. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting dirt on the cushion. Like, let alone, like, I get that, you know, other people, like, people decide when they want to walk in their house with their shoes on, but, like, on the furniture, that's, hate that. no. I hate that so much. We don't much. play that game. Yeah. It just shows you have no respect. Yeah. None. <laughs> so, Sydney ends up taking a little nappy, mm-hmm. and then her phone rings. Yep. And Tatum is saying that her practice ran late, because I guess she does sports or whatever. She was like, oh, I'm going to stop by and get, stop by the video store. And she says... I was thinking Tom Cruise in all the right moves. You know, you pause at just right, you can see his penis. Or, you know, watch literally any other movie. Any other movie. Because I if I say. learned anything from watching Top Gun, it's that Tom Cruise needs to keep it in his creepy pants. He really does. <laughs> With his monobrow. Yeah. Unibrow. Unibrow. Monobrow. <sighs> his horse, horse, horse teeth. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I was going to say they get better taste in movies and it's like too bad Matrix wasn't out by then. Or better taste in men. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at you, Sydney and Tatum because your boyfriends are trash. This is a call out. <laughs> Both of their boyfriends are trash. Both of them. Stu is the worst. I so can't stand Billy. Stu. Billy's so creepy. So then the phone rings again. This is 25 minutes into the movie, oh by the way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So there's just been awkward parts and I'm mad. Yeah. Also, if any listener hasn't figured it out yet, this is going to be a very long episode. We have a lot to say about this movie. It's a two hour long movie. Yeah. It's no, it's only an hour and 40 minutes. (sighs) It's going to be a two hour podcast though. Five hour long movie. Yeah. (laughs) So the phone rings again. Yeah. And you're like, ah, it's the killer. Yeah. And again, (laughs) this white girl is entertaining a phone call with a killer. Amazing. Or at least, let me take that back. She's entertaining the phone call with a stranger. Yeah. We don't know it's a killer. killer. Yeah. But like, hang up. (laughs) No, bye. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, thank you. That's it. That's all you need. All right, bye. Uh, But she thinks that it's a Randy prank calling her. And then the killer asks if she likes scary movies. So we're playing the same exact game again. How often does Randy prank call people? I have no idea. (laughs) Damn it, Jamie Kennedy. Get it together. Even at this point, we still don't even know who Randy is, right? We haven't seen him yet. He was in that when they were like picking on each other. 
after school. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he's there. Ah. Yeah. They're so mean to each other. They're so mean, especially to Randy. (laughs) Oh my God, they're awful. (laughs) So then the killer asks her if she likes scary movies and she's like, no, they're all the same. Some killer stalks a big breasted girl who runs up the stairs when she should go out the front door. It's insulting. So we love a meta moment where a movie makes fun of itself. Mm -hmm. So I, at this point I was like, oh, I respect this movie. I like it. Yeah. Doesn't take long for me to turn around. (laughs) (laughs) So then the killer says that he's not Randy and says, the question isn't who I am, but where I am. And then he's, you know, he says, go to the front porch. And then she's like, all right, let me see. Are you really there? And she goes to check. I know. She has no sense of danger. No, no one in this world does. (laughs) I mean, as a teenager, neither of us did. Yeah. But still, (laughs) if I thought I was going to die, I would not go straight to where the killer said they were. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah so then she calls us bluff and goes outside doesn't see him walks around to look around says she's gonna hang up and then he screams if you hang up now you're gonna die like your mother this killer again does not have patience yeah and then he really went for the jugular thing. he really did <laughs> and i was like yeah no that that crosses the line oh for sure that's rude yeah <laughs> like you literally just told this girl you're gonna rape and kill her yeah that's awful yeah so then is this when she goes back into the house yes the killer ends up showing up because he's already in the home. Yeah. He jumps like, out of a closet. I'm like, how does this guy keep getting into people's homes? Yeah. Lock your doors. No one here understands that. <laughs> Honestly. Ugh. So then she kicks him down because, you know, he jumps out and tries to strangle her and whatever. Mm-hmm. So she kicks him down and goes for the door, but she bolted it shut already because, again, everybody blocks their exits. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. So actually, so I get that. In in these worlds, you want to originally lock your doors, but the second you know the killer's there, leave everything open. Because you need to get out. You need an exit plan. Yeah. Yeah. Locking your door is only going to slow you down. (laughs) But then by the time she like jangles it open, he's up again and is ready to stab her. So now she runs upstairs, but I'll give her some credit for trying to leave through the front door first. Yeah. She runs to her room and she bolts the door shut. Like, you know, so like in the beginning of the movie, when her dad tried to check on her, she had a closet right next to her her door. So if she opened the closet door, it would block the, the bedroom door from opening. So she barricades it that way the same way. But... Can't the killer just, like, get in? I mean, he tries to. And and then she just, like, watches him. I know. Well, then, and then she starts typing 911 on her computer. That's what I don't get. What was that? I don't understand how that worked. Yeah. (laughs) Was there IM in 96? I don't know. I don't think so. I have no idea how the internet worked before, like, 2005. Insane. I don't understand. <laughs> I know you You probably had to wait since 96 for it to load into 2005. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a computer until like college. Mm. So, <laughs> See, so I'm like, I don't know. That. My dad worked in IT for like my whole entire life. So I always had a computer, but even then I didn't know how it works because he would always just set everything up for us. Yeah. Because again, I also only wanted to play like MapQuest, not MapQuest. Um, Neopets. No. Um, <laughs> what's that? Oregon Trail. Yes. That's... <laughs> dysentery again (laughs) oh man i'm dead but it was so educational and so fun and that explains who i am as a person so then it gets quiet and she notices that the killer's gone but right then billy comes through the window saying that he heard screaming so it's too convenient he's the killer yeah it's too convenient yeah and then she's hugging him because she's so happy to see him. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. You don't put two and two r- together right away. But then I, I did. <laughs> but then a cell phone drops from his pocket. Yep. And she looks at it and she's like, oh shit. He's the killer. And he's like, what? And then she runs. Yep. 
<laughs> Calls the cops. She's back downstairs. She runs outside, but Dewey's there holding the screen mask up to like the eye, the peephole. Yeah, like a like dingus. Yeah. Oh my God. So Dewey. Freaks, <laughs> yeah, it freaks her out, freaks him out. Yeah. Billy gets arrested. Mm-hmm. So now I don't think he's the killer because now it's, what is it, 30 minutes into the movie? <laughs> and he Probably. gets arrested? Yeah. So it's too early. So I, I think he got framed. Yeah, right? So now we go from this to the police station? Yes. Well, the only really quick thing is that Tatum shows up at this point finally because she's too late. late. Um, And we just established that she and Dewey are siblings. Yes. But now we're at the police station. Yeah. And Billy is staring Sydney down. And I'm like, can you blame her for getting his ass cuffed? Exactly. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, too convenient. Yeah. (laughs) Do we tell Sydney that? They can't find her dad at the hotel that he claims to be staying at. So now, like, is her dad the suspect? Yeah. I was like, that's messed up. Yeah. And then I was like, so if her dad's a suspect, if her dad is, like, out killing people, I was like, did her dad kill his her mom? Who even knows? I was like, what is happening? And then we jump back into Billy getting questioned. And the first question is, what were you doing with a cellular phone? <laughs> what a time, right? <laughs> what were you doing with a cellular phone? Oh, were you phone? making business calls? <laughs> And it was like one of those brick cell phones. Yeah. With like those really big hard buttons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like a, a half inch antenna that was like a half an inch wide. Actually really funny. Quick segue. Yeah. I was watching this video on Facebook today. I was cracking up. So I guess, I don't know if these people were like high or what, but they were in a convenience store and they had like the children like toy credit cards and they were trying to pay. No. <laughs> And then the lady's like, I'm going to call your boss. What's his number? And she pulls out one of those like baby toy <laughs> Like Zoolander and Mugatu. <laughs> no, like it has like big and it had like the big fake buttons. Oh, <laughs> no. The guy filming is like, let me see that phone. Let me see that phone. Oh, you got Tweety Bird. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, no. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> And I was like, what is wrong with these people? (laughs) Anyway, so that's, those phones were that big back then. (laughs) That's crazy. Those were the Motorola days. That wasn't even like Nokia time yet. No, not even. You couldn't even uh, destroy asphalt with your phone. No. (laughs) So by now, all the news reporters in the entire world have gathered around this precinct. (laughs) Because I guess news just travels that fast. Satanic panic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we cut back inside to Dewey telling, I'm assuming it's the captain or the sergeant or whoever's his superior. I don't know the levels. I think he's the sergeant. Well, I, I'm sure we'll figure it out later on. <laughs> but he's telling, Dewey's telling his boss that the scream costumes are sold at every five and dime. So there's no way to prove who it really is yet. So yeah. that was the uh, the internal marketing for the yeah. uh, that reverse product. Yeah, placement. that's what I was looking that's for. That's what it is. <laughs> so then this mean asshole reporter named Gail decides to check the back door right as Dewey takes the girls out to leave. Yeah, she's very serious about her job. Yeah. <laughs> so then she gets all up into um, Sydney's face and she's like, "What does it feel like? Can you tell me anything?" And blah 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 blah. And Sydney punches her in the face. <laughs> And I was here for that. Really hard to yeah. know. I felt it. Yeah. I was like, whoa. So now <laughs> 35 minutes in, it's <laughs> it picks back up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one thing that, that made the pace go. <laughs> so now they're at Tatum's house. Uh, Tatum is raving about how Sydney punched Gail in the face. <laughs> and then Tatum's mom comes in to say that Sydney has a phone call who isn't her dad. I have an issue. <laughs> that she goes to answer it? No. I have an issue because not only 
she didn't even find out who was calling in general. That's true. So yeah. she didn't even try to find out if it was Sydney's Bad dad. Bad mom. She, what kind of irresponsible, empty-headed parenting. Like, Sydney's a minor. You're an adult. She just got attacked 10 minutes ago. It's still dealing with trauma from last year. Yeah. Like, screen the phone calls that are going in and out of your home anyway. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Ugh, I can't. I got yeah. so mad. I was like, what is this lady doing? Stupid. This uh, is really, I want to say it's bad writing. <laughs> No, that's bad parenting. Yeah. I mean, all, both. Yes. I'm a cool mom. I don't screen phone calls. <laughs> Do you need anything? Death? <laughs> Other death? <laughs> uh, so, of course, the killer is on the phone. Of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then the killer says, it's a shame she pegged the wrong guy again. And then at that time, she like screams. So then mom and Tatum come running out. Dewey takes far too long to come out. Dewey is also a police officer. I don't know if that was obvious yeah. from what we said before. A deputy. Yeah. So he takes too long to get out of his room, but he has the gun, which isn't going to help. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? He's going to shoot the phone? I mean, he heard a scream and he came out with a gun. So, he, yeah. you know, good for him, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And at this point, I realized that Sydney is definitely the Sansa of this world. <laughs> Killers 100% Joffrey. Yeah, right. Because this poor girl can't catch a break. And but, he will not leave her alone. Yeah, right. But then the guy's like, you had, you pegged the wrong guy again. And they're like, again? Again? Huh? <laughs> what? No? <laughs> but we're just, we're not going to go any deeper into that. Yeah. Because all we need is to scare people. Yeah, exactly. So now it's the next day. Billy gets released because his phone records are clean. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really hope it's not the boyfriend. <laughs> but you've heard far too many podcasts yeah. to know better. And Billy's so creepy. It's always the boyfriend, right? <sighs> Billy's Or the awful. husband. Yeah, it's always like a loved one. Ugh. The worst. So if anybody wants to stay alive for the rest of their lives, just don't get a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get married. <laughs> stay single. Yeah, really. So at school, Sydney goes up to talk to Gail and we mm-hmm. get more in depth on her mom's case. Yes, we do. And I just have issues with this whole thing. Yeah. But anyway... We find out Gail is like writing a book and she basically slanders Sydney in it, yeah. calling her a liar and whatever. But it's like, she's young. Like, come on. Yeah. And, and also, um, wait, really quickly, can I just oh, cut in to say that- We have to rewind a little bit. Just a tad. Yes. I mean, you might be remembering something that I'm not. What are yeah. you remembering? No, you go first. I'm just saying, as Sydney is walking over to Gail, there's mm-hmm. another news reporter that runs up to Sydney and goes, what does it feel like to almost be butchered last night? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> 90s paparazzi were wild. That if I was going to say like if Sydney didn't punch her on the spot, I would have. <laughs> no, yeah, they're crazy. That is insane. <laughs> the level of insensitivity. <laughs> it, in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> this whole movie, everyone's just a sociopath or something. I, I don't think know. so. I don't know what everyone's issue is. Yeah. It's wild. So what were you going to say? Sometime before this, some guy named Cotton Weary, I think, is like on oh, a no, news no, that's, I think that's from this conversation That's right from now this conversation? Gail, yeah. Okay. Because we found out Gail is on the side of the guy who's getting put away for the crime against Sydney's mom. Yes. Whose name is Cotton Weary. Cotton Weary. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So now we cut inside and they're at their lockers, Sydney and, and friends. Ugh, and then Friends. Yeah, fake friends. <laughs> High schoolers, you guys better check yourselves. Yeah, really. And then two kids running in, in scream costumes going, making, making a ruckus. Yeah. That, you know, obviously upsets Sydney, who just got attacked. By someone in that costume. In that very costume, yeah. Ugh. So she goes to run to the bathroom or some private space. Yeah. And, and she, we she bump into 
Billy. Billy. And so they start talking and he's more concerned about their relationship than her life. Yes. And I'm like, I hate you, Billy. I yeah. hate this whole part and I hate him. They start talking about her mom's murder and he's like, just get over it. Excuse me? Boy, what? (laughs) Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I mean, my mom left me and I got over it. And she's like, your mom left. She didn't get murdered. Yeah. It wasn't her choice. Yeah. Come on. Imagine being more concerned with getting your dick sucked than (laughs) getting over some trauma. (laughs) You know? (laughs) That is wild. I get that like this is a time where hormones are a thing, but just to be so absent-minded is wild. So, so ridiculous. He does literally say, I think it's time to get over it. Yeah. That is so crazy. He says that. I just just needed a minute after that scene to be like, wow, somebody wrote this. I can't believe 40 minutes into the (laughs) movie. <laughs> no, this is just 36 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> so now we're in the principal's office. Yes. Because those two kids that ran yeah. through with the costumes got pulled in. And the principal snapped. Oh, my God. He's pissed. And yeah. he's like threatening them while holding the biggest pair of scissors I've ever seen. Yeah. This principal is not, should not be a principal. Yeah. He's a little too intense. Yeah. But I don't, I was like, I don't think he's the killer. I was like, I think he's just trying to teach the kids that they're being assholes. He, he's trying to scare them, but also yeah. like, you're still the principal. You can't do that. Yeah. Even he, in the nineties, I think that's too far, <laughs> you know? He's like scaring them and also trying to like give them a little like empathy lesson. Yeah. Cause he was like, two of your classmates just got butchered and another one almost died. And this is what you're doing. But it was just a joke, sir. I know. I'm like, these kids are assholes. Yeah. So he... Thank says, God we have smartphones because then kids aren't running around doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so the principal says that they're both expelled and then they cry that that's not fair. But then he doesn't let up. And I'm so glad that he doesn't let up because like the things that these little boys get away with. Honestly, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so good. Teach him a lesson. Yeah, right. Now Sydney's in the bathroom and, and she, tell us how wild these teenage girls are. Oh my God. Yeah. There's like a cheerleader type character talking about Sydney and Sydney's mom. Did you ever get Sydney's mom's name? I have no idea where her name um, is. Yes, but also no. I want to say Maureen or I something. I want to say Maureen, but I know it's not. It's something shorter. <laughs> uh, okay. We're just going to say Sydney's mom. Yeah. So this girl is saying the worst possible things about yep. her. And I'm like, the real monster in this movie is this cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> teenage girls are the worst. Oh my God, they're awful. And you know what's wild? We were teenage girls. Yeah. And we were the worst. We were terrible. If you're a teenage girl listening to this, you're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and to anybody who was a teenager while we were teenagers, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, very sorry. <laughs> it was that, not a good time for anyone involved. That frontal lobe nonsense. <laughs> I'm blaming my brain. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so the, this cheerleader is like, you know, I bet she didn't even get attacked. I bet she made it up. You know, like what if one of those killers, you know, what if it was because she was jealous of them? You know, the other, the Casey and, and Steve, you know, what if it was, what if she was jealous because she wanted Steve and the other girl that she's talking to was like, but she's with Billy. And then the cheater was like, yeah, but you know, her whore mom did the same thing. And we're like, what? excuse me. Yeah. They just keep talking and they just keep going. And yeah. then they finally leave. So Sydney comes out and she's like crying, which I also would be crying. Oh, for sure. <laughs> be crying too. And she's trying to like pep talk her and be like, oh, they're stupid. You don't need that. They're stupid. They're stupid. You're better than that. And then she starts hearing Sydney. Oh, I hated that. Yeah. I didn't like that either. Yeah. So the, there were some parts of this movie where it was a little like creepy. And then I was like, but, how'd this guy get into the building? 
Yeah. And into the bathroom? Because they had zero security back then. Oh, true. People were just coming in and out of schools. Yeah. They didn't care. Yeah. It's not like when we were in high school and we got like our IDs checked. We yeah. had to like go sign Bag in. Bag checks. <sighs> Ridiculous. Crazy. Ugh. So then after she hears a faint whisper, she hears a thump. So then she looks under all the stalls. No one's there. Yeah. So she turns back around and then we see feet step down from a toilet. And she's like, oh boy. Yeah, right. So then the killer lunges out from one of the stalls, but she does like an action star slide under the killer Mm -hmm. and she gets away. Which is amazing. Yeah. I, how do you think you would fare in this situation? Because you're a germaphobe. You know. I can't see you getting on that bathroom floor. I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I would find another way. (laughs) I I would find something to throw at the killer. (laughs) Even if it's just my hands, you know, but I would not be putting my full body on that floor. No, I really wouldn't, especially a high school. Nope. Not a high school floor. No, hell no. Not me. What about you? Um, I would just die. (laughs) I would definitely not survive. I would just accept it. I would rather die than touch that floor. Yeah. (laughs) Or I would have left with the other girls and just made the whole situation really awkward. Yeah. You you come out of that cell as they're talking shit about you and be like, hey girls, what you talking about? Hey. (laughs) <laughs> Mind if I just like m- walk with you? <laughs> Did you <laughs> do you know that vine <laughs> where that guy is like, "Did you hear about Rachel?" And then all of a sudden it cuts to him like running up the street and climbing up the roof and like banging on the window. I heard you were talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that one again. Oh my god, I'll find it later. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about a vine yesterday, but I forget what it was at this point. <laughs> They're all so good. They're so good. We should just review vines for like our new our New Year's episode or like our Christmas episode or something. <laughs> Adam. Adam. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hi. Oh, it was the Chili's one because we because oh, we walked by Chili's. Yeah, the, the hibachi place was next to the Chili's, so I just started screaming. Hi, welcome to Chili's. Yeah, I had no idea any of these places were like near my job. Yeah, they're all so close. I was like, what? You could be going for lunch, man. Oh, Some lunch. Not. Oh man, lunch hibachi. Oh, oh, don't even put that in my head. Sorry. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, back to the movie. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we're outside now. Yes. And Gail runs up to Dewey because Dewey's, I guess, doing like some kind of perimeter something. Doing some cop stuff. Yeah. And Gail goes up to like flirt with him and get intel. Yeah. I'm like, okay, using your womanly power. I'm sh- pretty sure too. You know, like how you got mad about the bad parenting that was yeah. just happening? I'm pretty sure that cops are trained not to talk to media. Oh, they're not supposed to. Yeah. So Dewey. <laughs> but she's like the celebrity. And like Dewey's a little bit of an airhead. He is. He's yeah. only 25. Yeah. He does not like it. This guy's a 40 year old actor. Absolutely. Definitely. Come on. Yeah. I'm 25. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> totally believable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I'm also pretty sure that he leaks information that he shouldn't have because oh, he, he tells yeah. her that they haven't found Sydney's dad yet and he hasn't been ruled out of being a suspect. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's classified. You don't say that. Yeah. You were mid-investigation. Yeah. <laughs> you would lose your job. The next best thing he could do is say, but I think it was her dad. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally her I'm dad. I'm pretty sure it was her dad. Don't tell anybody, but I'm pretty sure it yeah, was her dad. Yeah, we're like closing perimeters yeah. and like really searching for her dad. Yeah. Yeah. This is off the record though, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's just ridiculous. So then the principal calls over the loudspeaker that due to recent events, all classes for the rest of the day have been suspended and the police have issued a curfew. So all the kids start cheering. Yeah. Which honestly, so would I if I wasn't involved. Oh, for sure. And then Stu goes up to Sydney and he's like, thanks for what happened. Now we get out of class. Wild. This kid. And I'm like, Stu, I hate you so much. No sense of anything. Stu is Tatum's boyfriend, by the way. Yeah. he's trash. She chose him. Oh, God. Isn't that insane? (laughs) <laughs> wow i know Ooh. so but like i also it's one of those things where like you know before i was like what teenage boys can get away with mm-hmm. so now at this point i'm like Stu is like another level of insensitive because i know not every single teenage boy is that insensitive yeah like, i know some of them have sense for sure they're definitely not but Stu is definitely a special case he ugh, can't stand that guy so we find out that his parents are out of town or whatever so mm-hmm. he wants to have a party and Sydney obviously doesn't want to go party, which no, I would, would I. either. Yeah. No, F you. F your party. Like, I'm going to go home or something. Yeah. They start, like, peer pressuring her, Tatum and Stu, to go to this party. And I'm like, you guys are the worst friends. Yeah. <laughs> go home. Stop it. But then they Sydney finally agrees. And then Stu's like, all right, cool. You guys get to bring food. <laughs> so I don't want to come to this party. And then now you're making me buy food yeah. for your party. Oh, you don't have food in your house? What? <laughs> What's wrong with the food at home? Yeah. <laughs> He's not a we got food at home kind of guy. No, he's not. <laughs> but back to the principal. Yes. And he, he is trying on the scream mask for some weird reason. Yeah. I wrote he's being weird as hell. He's so weird. Yeah. And then he hears a sound. So he goes into the hallway and we meet the janitor, Fred, who is dressed in a Freddy Krueger inspired outfit. Okay. I knew that was somebody. <laughs> I was like, is that a Jason reference? <laughs> but I knew that was someone. I'm glad you knew. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's a fun Easter egg. For yeah, the that's horror cute. Books. That was cute. Yeah. And do you think that was the guy who played him? You Could you imagine? They probably, they could have probably done that. Like double Easter egg? The guy that directed this is um, Wes Craven or Wes something. Wes Jimin. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like the big horror film director. Yeah, which is guy. Which is weird that I know that bit of trivia and not have ever seen any other horror movie. <laughs> but I know that he's the horror guy. He's that guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so then he goes back into his office and now his, his wardrobe is closed, yeah. but it, he left it open to try he, on the mask. He's like very jittery yeah. and nervous. And I'm like, is it because of the nervous? Is it because of the murders or does he think he's a possible target? Both. But then he checks his wardrobe. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. And then he closes his door, which has like that weird frosted glass. Yep. And like the killer is right there and he gets killed. Yep. I'm like, oh, possible target. Yeah. Yep. My answer, my question was answered real quick. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, I really do have to say this killer was not very scary. Like anytime I saw the killer, I was just like, oh, there he is. Yeah. You know, like when, um, when we watched Friday the 13th, uh, even though we didn't see the killer ever, every single time those hands came out, I was like, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like this one, you kind of like expected like, oh, they're going to come out from that spot. Yeah. Oh, they're going to come out from that spot. Yeah. Oh. And it was also very just not intimidating. Yeah. But there was like a, some parts of the movie where I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so now we cut to Tatum's porch. Mm-hmm. She and Sydney are talking about how, like, maybe your mom was actually having an affair with Cotton. Maybe, like, her dad is always out of town, so maybe mom was lonely. Yeah. And, and Sydney's like, why are you besmirching my mother right now? Yeah. And Tatum's like, well, I've heard, like, however many rumors, like, so many times, like, it's hard not to believe them after a while. And I'm like, that's messed that, up, Tatum. Yeah. You know her mom. Yeah. But then Sydney's like, but if I'm wrong about Cotton, then that means that the killer's still out there. And then Tatum's like, you stop thinking like that and pulls her inside. And then we immediately see the killer run through the bushes. Yeah. I was like, awesome. Yep. So then we go to the video store. Yep. With and this Randy? Is, 
yeah, Randy, where I, this is when I was like, why does he look so familiar? Because <laughs> this is like when we finally get like closer shots of yes. him. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Jamie Kennedy. His little baby face. <laughs> Still was probably 35 in this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so he's talking with Stu. Yep. And they're talking Stu. about like, they're talking about like horror movie tropes and like trying to figure out who the killer is. Yep. And that. Randy knows it's Billy. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he tried to kill her because she wouldn't have sex with him. And then <laughs> Stu was like, yeah, well, Sydney's father is probably the killer. He's already a suspect. Mm. And I'm like, so are they in cahoots? I bet they could you. be in cahoots. They could be. Yeah. Like the dad and Stu? I was thinking like the dad and Billy. Oh. Are in oh, cahoots. that would be wild. I think I write that later. I don't know. Yes. Because Billy shows up and he's like in the video store and Randy's like, Giving him like the glare. Yeah. Cause like how tactless for him to be in the horror section yeah. of the video store. <laughs> when you're when you're a suspected killer. Yeah. Yeah. And then Randy's like, there's always a reason to kill the girlfriend. And it's really funny because as he says that, there's like a lady customer behind him out of focus. And just as he says that, she like looks up at him. <laughs> and then as they're talking more, she's like looking back between Randy and Billy. Yeah. And I'm like, that's some great background acting. Yeah, right. I love that. I mean, they were talking really loud. And so I was loud. Like, I was like, why are none of these extras like reacting? And yeah. they don't react until Randy ends up yelling something. And then Billy ends up like showing up behind him and like grabbing him. Yeah. And he just, he gave me the creep so hard. And I was like, he's part of a team. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Billy, Billy's in codes. Yep. And we get <laughs> another movie reference because mm-hmm. so what Randy is screaming about is after Stu says that he thinks that it's Sydney's dad. Randy's like, if the police would just watch prom night, they'd know it's Billy. It's the formula, plain and simple. Dad is a decoy. Billy is the killer. Mm-hmm. And then yes. that's when Billy's like, you talking about me? <laughs> Heard you were talking shit. (laughs) 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 So yeah, Billy intimidates him, but Stu is like right behind him. So I'm thinking that Billy and Stu are in cahoots and also Stu is unhinged. 100%. Oh, for sure. Stu's kind of a dick. He's fully a dick. He's the worst. Yeah. Tatum. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, what are you doing? Dump him. (laughs) So now we cut back to Sydney and Tatum. They're shopping for snacks uh, for the party Mm -hmm. and talking about how maybe Billy was right. Every time he touches Sydney, she clams up. So Tatum's like, so you have some intimacy issues due to the trauma of your mother's death. Big deal. You'll thaw out. Why why do we all talk about trauma so so blasé like this? I know. I'm sorry, but if someone if one of my loved ones was raped and murdered, I wouldn't be near a man for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> and then imagine if I told you just get over it. Yeah. You would drop me so fast. I would cry and then I'd drop you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd cry for like 10 days at least. Yeah. Minimum. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I also get that it's the 90s and they didn't talk about like trauma like that. But still, like, even if you don't label it as trauma, like, you know that that's not something you just get over. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. And it's then, so bad that whenever her mom gets brought up, she immediately starts tearing up. Like, yeah. Because it's bad. only been a year. Yeah. And it's also the anniversary. Like... Obviously, she's going to be more sensitive now. Yeah. And her mom's death, that's something you have to deal with every single day. Yeah. It's not like she has an apartment. Like, she lives at home where her yeah. mom was. Yeah. Come on. Uh, oh. 90s people, 90s kids are not empathetic. No. We were born in the 90s, but sometimes I, like, almost don't consider myself a 90s kid and more of, like, a thousands kid because that's when we were more, like... Aware of stuff. Yeah. Conscious. Because yeah. yeah. I feel like the late 80s and, like, earlier, I mean, 93 is still early 90s, but like 85 to like 92 or something. Like, I feel like that's like 90s maybe because they were able to be more aware in the 90s. Yeah. And then we were like 
more aware in the 2000s and like <laughs> late 90s and 2000s. So sometimes I feel fake when I'm like, yeah, I'm a 90s kid. Yeah. It's like, cause I'm like, I don't know what 90s are. Yeah. I mean, besides like I was Lisa wearing Frank. diapers in the 90s. Yeah. Like, Definitely though, like the Lisa Frank, the slap bracelets. <laughs> you remember those like chokers that are coming back now? Yeah. That's like 90s to me. I had one. <laughs> and then people, it's more so when people talk about like 90s movies and 90s shows and I'm like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I'll stick you, you 90s cartoons. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's what I was watching. Hell yeah. <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons was it. Yes. Okay. I guess we're 90s enough. Yeah. Okay. For sure. <laughs> Thanks for talking me back into that. Oh yeah. I got you. So uh, back to Sydney yeah. and Tatum in the grocery store, we get a reflection of the killer in the store. Yeah. Wait, no. But before this, I have another issue. Yes. Because Sydney starts to feel guilty about how he's been so patient with me uh, all year. What guy wouldn't put up with a sexually inactive girlfriend? I'll tell you who. Yeah. A boy who respects you. Who? Someone? If someone respects and loves you, they'll understand. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody tries to guilt you into doing sex things with them, they're not the one for you. Yeah. Drop him. It's time for you to move on. As a hot potato, yeah. you gotta let go. That's something you can move on from. <laughs> Your mother's death from last year. You don't. You stay on that as long as you need to. Yeah. To but recover. These kids, drop yeah. them. Yeah. They're not it. <laughs> they're the worst. Yeah. I definitely did put myself through that at one point, though, but we don't have to get into that right now. But that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, moving yeah. on. So, the, we see the reflection of the killer, and mm-hmm. I'm like, how does no one notice this guy? I have no Isn't, I mean... It's like, a grocery store. Yeah, there's employees. There, Aren't there cameras? There's at least one person in every aisle yeah. looking at stuff. I've never gone into a grocery store and be like, oh, wow, it's so empty in here. Right. I bet I could commit a murder. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, this is where I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I feel the safest. Yeah, for sure. Stupid. Crazy. Dumb. Dumb. Okay, so back to the precinct. Yes. The chief, sergeant, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's outside smoking. And then, is this the right part? Yeah, and then Dewey yes. comes up with an ice cream. <laughs> I just think that was so funny. I know. So the sergeant tells Dewey that the phone calls were linked to Sydney's father's phone. So then that just puts more on Sydney's dad and less on Billy. But we know it's Billy. Yeah. Like he's too creepy to not be it. And then since tomorrow is the actual anniversary of her mom's death, Dewey's not to let Sydney out of his sight. And the whole downstairs on lockdown until then. And but then what does he do next? Leave Sydney somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but the amazing juxtaposition between the sergeant smoking as the quote unquote adult thing and, and Dewey's just there licking on his ice cream. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, right. And it's strawberry ice cream. Definitely. And he's yeah. having, he's enjoying it yeah. and he deserves it. <laughs> No, he's he doing such a good job. He's been linking so much news to the, the press. <laughs> How can you not? He's got the hots for Gail. <laughs> well, Gail. Gail, who is Courtney Cox. Oh, fun. I didn't realize that until she got punched in the face. Nice. Because that was the first close up we got of her. Oh. Yeah. I thought I thought you were going to be like, oh, Courtney Cox got punched in the face in this other movie. Yeah. And she had the same exact reaction. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that's Courtney Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now we cut to a police car driving down a road. And then we see a news van follow very close behind. So yeah. that's kind of creepy. And the news van, they pause right as they get into frame. And then they litter a wrapper of a reduced fat snack. So you know that Gail is a mean ass bitch too. She don't <laughs> care about this planet. <laughs> she'll get her story and she'll kill the world. She's like the EPA. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Plastic? I don't know her. So then the police car pulls up to Stu's house, but it's just Dewey dropping the girls off and not like reporting to a noise complaint or anything. Because again, it's the 90s. Nobody cares. And letting Sydney out of his sight. Yeah. 100%. He's not joining the party. Yeah. (laughs) So then the news van pulls into the shrubs near Stu's house, which again, that's just creepy. Yeah. I don't like where any of this is going. Yeah. And really, she's going to go report on a high school party? I know. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Gail. (laughs) 
So then <laughs> Dewey sneaks up behind her because he, I guess he just saw where they parked because I guess they're not as in the bushes as it looked like they were before. He's like, my hot reporter senses are tingling. Let me go find her. Yeah. So he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And she's, hey! she starts playing. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Fancy seeing you here. Are Come you going to the party? <laughs> <laughs> that was a 90s line, right? Yeah. Totally tubular. So then, yeah, she, he asks what she's doing there. She plays dumb and he's like, I'm just, I'm checking on this party. Do you, do you want to join her? Or she asked to join and he's like, okay, yeah, sure. No, <laughs> no, no, Dewey. <laughs> Do your job. Yeah. And she's like, let me just get my coat from the van. So she turns around and the camera guy passes her a tiny little camera that honestly looks very cute. Kenny is yeah, his name. Kenny. We, we learned that at the very Too end. Too late. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she passes him. He passes her a little camera and I'm like, oh God. So then they go inside the party and everyone's like, oh my God, it's Gail. Cause Gail. she's the like town celebrity. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh my God, Gail. So she goes up to the TV where I guess they're going to be watching movies later in the mm-hmm. living room. But she ends up sticking that little mini camera under there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so super illegal. Yeah. And then also depending on what kind of recordings she gets, that will make it super mega illegal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that will turn into child pornography. Yeah. <laughs> Not cool, Gail. <laughs> it is a high school party. Yep. There's drinks. Like... I don't think you want a camera in there. Yeah, she should She should think a little better about that. Yeah, no. Then Tatum walks into the garage to get some um, some more beers from the garage fridge. Because Stu was like, hey, babe, get me some beers yeah. in the garage. Ugh. And I'm like, Stu, you're the worst. Yeah, he is the worst. Why did, were your beers not already? <laughs> I have to say the most 90s thing about that one scene of her walking into the garage, her nips are so hard. Yeah, she walked into the room nips first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes later, she came in. And now we're 37 minutes into yes. the movie. <laughs> but that was just such a 90s. And I was like, man, a man definitely directed that. A man definitely wanted her to wear that. Oh, for sure. <sighs> yeah. It's exhausting. <laughs> so then as she's in the fridge getting the beers, the door to the house mysteriously closes and then some things fall, but it's just the cat. So then the cat runs out of the, there's a cat door in the garage door. So then she goes to open the door back to the house, but it's locked. So then she opens the garage door to leave that way, but then it opens halfway. It stops and then it starts closing again. So who's there when she turns around? It's killer is there. Yep. And I'm like, that's convenient. Yeah. This is cahoots. Yeah. <laughs> He's someone in that party. Yeah, he is. <laughs> this is shenanigans. She thinks it's Randy. So she's like, oh, you want to play psycho killer? So I'll play the dumb victim. No, don't kill me. I want to be in the sequel. And she says it just like that. So then she tries to push past him and he like stops her. He like body blocks her. Then he pulls out a knife and slices her arm open. Yeah. And she's like, what? So then she tries to fight back like mm-hmm. a champ. Mm-hmm. But then she tries to go through the pet door like a dumbass. Yeah. And I'm like, but are you kidding? Have you, <laughs> did you notice how bad of a fighter this killer is? Yeah. Like he's chasing her through the garage. So she slams the, the fridge door into him. And then she throws some beers at his crotch. And he's like, oh, <laughs> uh, and that like literally that takes. I mean, I know that that's painful for men, but like that takes him out for like 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> and if he was really, to try to crawl through. Yeah. And cat she door. gets like halfway through the cat door. And then he, he presses the button to like lift her up and yeah. she dies yeah because it's i guess the top of garages are like guillotines i guess so i guess they're that sharp i don't know <laughs> so then um he exits back into the house which definitely means he's one of the kids yeah and then billy conveniently shows up after the killer scene, yeah. sweaty and yeah. <laughs> out of breath and i was like come on bro at least like wait 20 minutes so you look less suspicious yeah think about it come on and back to gail she gets back to the van and they find that the camera she planted was in the perfect position yeah and it's like a live feed so but it's got a 30 second delay so now they're just gonna sit there and watch these children be children for 
however long they need. Sucks. Yep. Yep. Back to the house. Billy says that he needs to apologize to Sydney for being so selfish. And Sydney's like, no, I've been the one who's been selfish and self-absorbed with this post-traumatic stress. <sighs> I know. I hate this whole thing. I feel like the writers are just trying to piss us off in particular. <laughs> They're like, yo, in like 30 years. Yeah. These two are going to hate this. So let me write this. Yeah. I I mean, I hate this whole thing too, but it is very teen relationship. It is. It's so teen relationship. And I'm like, I'm having flashbacks. Yeah. I hate this. Ugh. Luckily, I didn't have any teen relationships. <laughs> You're lucky. I think about it now and I was like, what was I thinking? I wanted one really bad. Yeah, me too. And then I In got, retrospect, I'm glad I didn't, but you had to deal with that. Yeah. And I was like, I was so young. Like, what was I thinking? Yeah. And then I, like, I don't know. It's just wild. It's so weird. It's so weird when you think about like when you were a kid and you're like, what? <laughs> what? Good thing we're past that. I know. Thank God. So we're back to the living room and the kids are just watching some movie together. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, I hope Gail's enjoying this nonsense footage. She's wasting her time. Yeah. So Randy pauses the movie to go over the rules of how to survive a horror movie. Mm -hmm. So number one is don't have sex. Yep. Number two is don't drink or do drugs. Yep. And number three is never say I'll be right back. Yep. And guess what? Sydney's currently having sex. Whoop. (laughs) But so I have to to rewind us a little bit. Yes. Because as they're having their whole apology talk, uh, Sydney and Billy upstairs, She's talking about, like, I think it's finally time for me to get past this grieving stage with my mom. No. No, it's not. You're getting peer pressured into that. <laughs> no. You get, you're ready when you're ready. And she's like, I'm scared of what everyone says about my mom being a hoe, and I'm scared that I'm just going to be just like her. And then Billy references Silence of the Lambs because he can't have an original thought. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then Sydney's like, this isn't a movie. This is real life. And Billy's like, but what if it is a movie? And then... I was like, you missed a really great opportunity to just turn to the camera. <laughs> very, very Jim in the office. But you Like know, that whatever. one vine where that one kid keeps turning to the camera yeah. and the guys are like, what are you looking at? <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> so then they start kissing and she's like, why can't I be a Meg Ryan movie or a porno? And Bill is like, oh, are we about to have sex right now? And the answer is yes, they're about to have sex right Awful. now. Awful. So now we go back into Randy and the rules. Mm-hmm. Right after he says the last rule. Stu is like, uh, well, guess what? I'll be right back and goes to get more beers, which means he's going to go into the garage and see Tatum. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. And that never d- gets touched on again. Not at all. Because <laughs> we cut to Gail watching the live feed. Mm-hmm. And then Dewey bangs on the window. There's a lot of like should be jump scares in this movie. Yeah. I will give it that. But I also like it didn't really work on us. At least yeah. for me, did it work on you? No. So... I feel like there might have been one, but I don't even remember there what was like it was. There was like one or two, but they were like early on. And then I was like, oh, no, this movie's a joke. Have you ever watched Silence of the Lambs? No. That's oh, a weird movie. Uh-huh. I don't remember any of it. That's the, is that the Hannibal Lecter one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't remember any I of that I just movie. know that his mouth is like sewn shut or something like that. No, he's got like a muzzle. Oh. Yeah, because he like eats people. Nice. Yeah. Protein, I and guess. And he talks in riddles. Oh, I hate that. I know, he's the worst. Wow. <laughs> he's not even the worst character in that movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, That's all yeah. I remember. <laughs> so Dewey bangs on Gail's window on the on the van. And then he says that there is a report of a suspicious car down the road. So does Gail want to come check it out with him? So Gail's like, oh, sure I will. <laughs> so then she starts walking over to his car. But he's like, no, it's a nice night. I, I thought we could walk. What a romantic. <laughs> God. But this is why I don't like age gaps. 
no matter if it's the man or the woman who's older. Some, but it's always going to be a weird power struggle or a structure, power dynamic, whatever. Somebody's taking advantage of somebody else. It's usually the younger person being taken advantage of. See, I didn't even think about the age gap thing because, again, Dewey looks like he's 50. He does. And, but, like, <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, he doesn't look like he's supposed to be 25. So the age thing wasn't even in my head. My thing was, like, you're supposed to be doing your job. Yeah. And, like, if part of your job is going from point A to point B in the quickest way possible, why would you go on a leisurely stroll? Yeah. I'm like, dude, you are not doing your job. No, he's not. No. Because <laughs> he's being taken advantage of. Yeah. He's like, I'd, I'd rather go hit on Gail Weathers. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I know someone's like out murdering people. And like <laughs> my sister's best friend is the prime target. Yeah. But I'm going to let her out of my sight for mm, three hours. <laughs> so now we cut back to everybody leaving the house. Oh, no, not yet. Oh, so where do we go? The It cuts back to the kids watching the movie. Mm-hmm. And they get a phone call that the principal was uh, killed yes. and hung on the field goal Wait, post. no, that's later. So there's a weird part here. There's a weird continuity No, I thing. have it right here. Gail and Dewey on a walk. Yeah. And then I have the rules and then the phone call. See, and then- I have them on a walk and then I have everybody leaving and then I have, then the phone rings. People leave no, twice. There's continuity No, weirdness. because there's the 30 second delay. So when you see the people leaving, the, what? The, there's the live oh. feed. So... They're watching, so you, you get the phone call, Ugh. and then Kenny watches Hate this it. movie. Yeah, so Kenny watches the phone call happen late, <laughs> and then we cut to the kids leaving. Yeah, so it's a lot of, this whole thing was like a lot of back and forth between what was happening in the party, what was happening with yeah. Gail, what's happening with this other character, what's happening with, like, everyone needed their own scream time. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. So the kids watching the movie get the phone call that the principal was killed, hung on the field goal post, and gutted. And the other kids all cheer and run out and go, look. Kids have no sense of humanity. And I was like, that is messed up. Yeah. Yeah. That's I was, crazy. I was like, I can't believe they're cheering that someone like died. Yeah. And they're going to go like check it out. And that's one of the things. Like, I also was a teenager before. Yeah. We were teenagers. Yeah. But I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, let's go see a dead body. Yeah. No, I hope I wouldn't. Yeah. But at no. this point, like, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Who was I? Yeah. <laughs> was I a hot mess or was I like, okay? I was a hot mess. Yeah. I was a hot mess teenager. I'm going to own up to it. Yeah. <laughs> I was a hot mess until like maybe like a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have to, so I do like how self aware this movie is. I don't know if I took the wrong notes, but I think this is what happened. They were watching the movie, then they get the phone call, then they run out. Mm-hmm. So as we're watching the movie, Randy says, here's the obligatory tit shot. And then we cut back up to Sydney and oh, Billy. Yes. And then she takes her bra off. Oh, I didn't write that down because I was like, I don't care about them. Yeah, I didn't care about them, but I liked how <laughs> self-aware it was that it was like, this is when this happens. And then this is when this is going to happen. And mm-hmm. you're dumb if you do this, and then they do that. Mm-hmm. So I do like that part of this movie. Yeah. But then, yeah, so then the principal dies, and then now we're back to Dewey and Gail walking down the road, and she's asking about how he got his name. His full name is actually Dwight, and she's flirting very hard with him. Mm-hmm. And then the kids on their way to see the principal come speeding down the road. So Dewey and Gail have to jump out of the way, and they, of course, land on top of each other. Yeah. So they gaze deeply into each other's eyes. Start making out kiss. a little bit. Yeah. And then Gail looks to the side and sees something. So she asks Dewey if that's what he was looking for. And egad. <laughs> what do they find, Nat? It's Neil Prescott's car. Wow. That's Sydney's dad. Zoinks. <laughs> so then they run back to their cars, which again, you know, if he was on the job, he yeah. wouldn't have to run back to his car because his car would be right there. He would have had it. Yep. Jinkies. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong character. <laughs> so we cut back to Sydney and Billy post-sex. 
Yes, they're getting dressed. Yep. She asks who he called when he got arrested. Billy says his dad. And she's like, no, the deputy called your dad because I was with him. And he's like, oh, you still think I'm the killer, huh? So they have some back and forth. And he's like, what do I have to do to prove that I'm not the killer? He's like so offended by it. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you showed up 0.2 seconds yeah. after the killer left. Maybe if you thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. What? She'd, she'd be dumb if she didn't suspect you. Exactly. Yeah. So then the and answer is nothing. He has to do nothing because the killer shows up. What he can do, what first of all, what Billy can do is dial it back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. So they broke rule number one. So <laughs> yeah. So that's why she's going to die next. Yeah. So Billy gets killed. He gets stabbed. And uh, Billy's last words before he dies are Sydney. So, you know, yeah. just trauma on top of trauma. But on the bright side, at least he didn't die a virgin. Good for him. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he wasn't one. I'm Just pretty sure he, he was stuff. I don't think he was. Yeah. No, I mean, he was hitting on those girls in the video store, so who knows? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, they were on a break, so. <laughs> yeah. Mm. My girl's mad at me, so I can go go talk to any other girl I want to. <laughs> yeah. He seems like the type who'd be like, oh, my girl's not having sex with me? That's fine. I'll just go find it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like that kind of guy. He's a douchebag. Oh, for sure. So Sydney runs away. <laughs> she gets into Stu's room and climbs out the window, but the killer grabs her before she can jump. Mm-hmm. So then she fights her way out of his hands, and then she falls down like two stories onto their boat. So it's very convenient that they have a boat to break her fall. Yeah. But what was weird about all that was like she runs away from the killer, closes the door, whatever, runs through like the house, and then the killer shows up in front of her. Yeah. So they I was just like, have one of those big ass houses that has multiple doors to everything, I think. That's what I was wondering. I was like, is this house like a loop-de-loop, like really Probably. weird? Or is there two dudes? Oh, I thought it was a loop-de-loop situation. I never thought that there were two dudes. I was like, oh, there are two? Like, are we in cahoots? I Who's in cahoots? <laughs> you know, scream one and scream two. Yeah, right. But, but then, so she falls onto the boat that breaks her fall. Then she gets up and sees Tatum's body in the garage door. So now we're on three traumas. Yeah, right? No big. Mm-hmm. Also, Tatum's dead body, super fake. <laughs> Did you notice how fake that was? Oh, it was really bad. But I, I'm glad they didn't just leave the actress hanging there. You're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would have to be so uncomfortable. So then we cut back inside. To Randy still watching the horror movie. Alone. Yeah. and <laughs> This is more of the self-awareness. Yeah, I liked this part. Yeah. Because I thought it was pretty funny. Because it's everything was mirroring what was happening. Like he's yelling at the TV. He's like, Jamie Lee Curtis, look behind you. And it's like the, the killer's behind him. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? Turn around. He's right there. Yeah, and the killer's just standing there, just all nonchalant, mm-hmm. just yeah. chilling. <laughs> Then it cuts to Sydney running to the news van and Kenny's in there. Yep. And we know about the delay on the on the feed. Yes. So we see Jamie, oh, not Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. So we see, <laughs> I haven't written, I haven't written down. I didn't catch Randy's name until way later. They see Randy on the screen yelling behind you mm-hmm. and the dude behind him. And then Kenny is yelling at his TV behind you. I, know, I loved that. That was so fun. <laughs> But then they see the killer walk away from Randy. So then he looks at the front door and they notice the front door is wide open. And he jumps out of the van to go check. And I'm like, homie, you know what's happening. Yeah. So then obviously he gets cut in the throat. Yeah, he gets killed. Just before he dies, he points Sydney to the back of the van because that's like the next exit or like the other exit. Mm -hmm. So she crawls out back there. Through this like itty bitty space. Yeah. And then the killer tries to fit through it. And I'm like, come on, bro. You're a full ass man. You don't, <laughs> you know, you, you don't fit. What are you doing? 
Stu and Gail finally get back. Yeah. He asks if there's a phone in the van, which yes, there is. So he tells Gail to lock herself in the van and call the sheriff for backup, which means he just sent her to die. Yeah, for real. Like the killer's in there. And then Dewey goes into the home and he's not prepared for a high pressure situation. He's not. He's like so scared, but also so would I. Yeah, for real. But like good for him for being so dedicated to his job. Yeah. Yeah, he's, (laughs) He's doing his best. He's like ready. He's ready for it. Back to Gail. Yes. She's in the van. She calls for Kenny, but he's not there. Yeah. And she gets to her phone and she has like that big brick like car phone. Yeah. But also she fully jumps into this van without checking to see that the killer's not in there. Yeah. But I mean, I guess you, you know, can jump back out. I, I guess. <laughs> but so, then Randy randomly just pops up as she's calling 911. So she beats him with the that telephone. That was him? <laughs> that was Randy. I wasn't sure if it was him or Stu. I'm pretty sure it was Randy. Okay. Yeah. I was we like, haven't seen Stu in a while. Oh, because I was like, oh, I can't tell who that is. But like they spooked her and she like hit him. Yeah. Um, Must have been a Nokia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Probably big old brick. Yeah. I was definitely expecting her to turn on the van and Kenny's dead body would be like in the headlights. Mm. But like instead she like the wipers turn on and there's blood on the windshield wipers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's a nice touch. Yeah. Well, there's blood. uh, It's just coated with blood, the windshield, and then she wipes it away. Yeah. So then she starts to move it. Then Kenny's body just flops down onto the windshield. Yeah. And I was like, so the killer really went back to Kenny's body during this killing spree and was like, oh, this will be so sweet later. Yeah. (laughs) Let me lift this giant ass man onto the top of this tall ass van. Yeah. Because Kenny's a big dude. Yeah. So he really was like, this will be so funny later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a fun prank for later on. So Gail ends up taking off. Almost runs. You know what's so rude, though, that she does? Yeah. As she's taking off. <laughs> she's like, Kenya, I just need you to get off this van. Get so she does a windshield. donut so that he spins off the van. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so, even when he's dead, she can't respect him. <laughs> yeah. She's pretty mean to him through the whole movie. Yeah. So she almost runs over Sydney and crashes the van. Yeah. Which makes all of us women drivers look bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Come on. Well, also to defend her a little bit, Sydney <laughs> really did just pop out of nowhere. She did. So when Gail swerved, I was like, I mean, I guess I would too, but also you're right. <laughs> she's not doing anything for us ladies. Yeah, no, she's really not. She just makes all of us look bad. Yeah. And you know, Sydney really just killed Gail like that. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> but now Sydney gets back to the house and calls for Dewey. Mm-hmm. He comes out and is like, Sydney? But he's all covered in blood and then he falls over and there's a knife in his back. I know, poor guy. Dewey did not deserve that. No. He didn't need to be literally stabbed in the back. No, he did. He got <laughs> he did. Yeah, you're right. He got stabbed in the back. Yeah. So like not to be that guy. <laughs> but Sydney should just not be around other people. Because, no, she's gotta get locked up. Because everyone around her is having a real bad time. Yeah. <laughs> you know that episode of Fairly Odd Parents where the mom's like, Everything I touch dies. Yeah, that's, that's Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> so now the killer steps out and Sydney runs into Dewey's car, the police car, and locks herself in, but the keys aren't in there. So the killer's like, you ding dong, I have the keys in my hand. Yeah, he like taps the window and shows her the keys. And I was like, oh, we're a comedian now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's never too late to try a new venture. Yeah. But like good on Dewey for not leaving keys in the ignition. True. That's irresponsible. That is. Yeah. Almost as irresponsible as walking down the road when you should be driving down it. Yeah. Almost (laughs) as irresponsible as like leaving the girl you're supposed to have your eye on at a party. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) not to just go into Dewey, but (laughs) so she's trying to keep the driver and the passenger doors locked, but doesn't notice the hatchback just open up because she's busy calling for help. Yeah. So that was so weird because the, the killer, I almost said the comedian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we comedians now, huh? Oh, oh, we're funny. funny. We're funny. (laughs) So the killer ducked down. And the locks pop back up because it's one of those old cars Mm -hmm. where you had to like push it down. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, so the killer knows cars. 
And you know what? If this was a Tesla, it wouldn't have happened. No, it would have just blown up. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess the killer just knows how to unlock cars from below. Yeah, and then conveniently, the, the cars would hatchback. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just so mad. Okay, so the killer comes in through the hatchback, and then they have like another like scuffle in the car, and she gets out through the, the passenger side door. And I'm just like so mad because this, the killer could have sliced her throat like seven times by now. Yeah, that's what makes me wonder, like, are they just playing with her? I was like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> well, like, either way, I think this killer sucks. It's not good at combat. No killer so far in any of these movies that we've seen have been good at hand-to-hand combat. I know, but like that's what makes me wonder if it's two people too, because it, they seem a little different every time we see them. Mm. Yeah. Wow, you notice way more than I do. I'm just like, man, this guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not good at killing. I'm so just surface. <laughs> <laughs> if this were me. <laughs> yeah. That's how I would strategize it. Yeah. I mean, you can do the strategy on this one because I went in on the last one. <laughs> so if we both come out looking like psychopaths, I'd be happier than just me looking like a psychopath. <laughs> you got it. So Sydney runs back to the house. And then Stu and Randy pop out, mm-hmm. blaming each other as the killer and blaming Tatum and Billy's deaths on each other. Mm-hmm. And then she l- runs into the house and locks them out. Yeah. Well, she takes a gun from Dewey's belt before she does that. Yes. That's an important detail for later Oh, on. yes. Yes. She grabs a gun. And then who conveniently shows up inside the house? Billy. Yeah. And he shows up and... He falls all the way down the stairs. I know. And then she asks, are you okay? Excuse me? The, <laughs> He's got stab wounds and he fell downstairs. Are you okay? And you watched both of those things happen. Are you Are you kidding me, Sydney? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should just get over it. I really, honestly, <laughs> you should just walk it off, bro. Yeah. Walk it off. But you know fine. what I have to say too is that his stab wounds look super fake right now. It looks like yeah. he's just painted, like actually got a paintbrush and just like Boop. one stroke down his shirt. Little bloop. So then she gives him the gun and is like, oh my God, they're out there. I don't know who's who, blah, 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 blah. So then Billy opens the door, but Stu is gone now. So Randy runs in saying that Stu went mad. And then Billy gets those crazy eyes again and says, we all go a little mad sometimes. And then she shoots he shoots Randy. Him. So now we know our answer. Yeah. So then Billy licks his own blood and says corn syrup. And then, like, references some other movie. Carrie. I didn't, they use Carrie. it in Carrie, yeah. Yes. So he got fake stabbed, and he got, like, his fake blood. So did he really have to, like, fall down the stairs? Um, <laughs> as an actor, <laughs> an you actor. have to commit to your role to sell the story, you know? Yeah. The way he fell down the stairs was so ridiculous. <laughs> you think that was him or a stunt double? <laughs> but, I mean... It's always the boyfriend, right? Ugh, it's always. So this just keeps confirming it. Yeah. So then we find out that Stu and Billy are in cahoots. Yes, because Stu magically appears again. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. Like, Billy really dated her pre, like, her mom's death, right? I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm like, that's messed up. Yeah. They start, like, talking or whatever, because they have Sydney, and she's like, you won't get away with this. Mm-hmm. They say, tell that to Cotton Weary. You won't believe how easy he was to frame. Yeah. And you know what that means? That they killed her mom. They killed her mom and Billy had sex with her mom. See, I was wondering... Unless that was kind weary. See, Okay, so that's where I'm confused because, I mean, obviously if they did rape and kill her mom, like that's messed up. Yeah. But that's where I'm confused too because they keep referencing like killing her. So I'm like, was he easy to frame because he was already having sex with her? Mm. And they just went through with the second part. Mm, So because there might have been evidence plus a murder... It just immediately defaulted to rape and murder. But also remember, these are unhinged high school boys. Yeah, are they that's thinking true. that much? Yeah. <sighs> I messed up. Yep. 
That's messed up so stuff. So then Sydney asks why he killed her mother. And he's like, oh, she's asking for a motive. And then he lists all these other movie characters where the killer had no motive. And it's like, it's a lot scarier when they have no motive. So like, do you notice like their obsession with horror movies? Mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of ties into the satanic panic thing. How like mm. they were like blaming like kids acting up and doing certain things based on like media. Oh, and that's like now with kids in violent video games and yeah. violence and stuff. Yes. Mm. Yeah. It's always so easy to scapegoat. Oh, for sure. It's so stupid and <laughs> annoying. But then then Billy says that they did her mom a favor because she was a slut bag whore who flashed her shit around town. And wow. That's awful. So misogyny is the motive. So just because she's like having sex or is rumored to have a lot of sex, you decide to be judge, jury, and executioner. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. Yep. Not okay at all. So then he says that her mom was having an affair with his dad, which caused his mom to leave and abandon him. So that's actually the motive. And yeah. I don't even have time to unpack that. <laughs> that is too much. Yeah, that's for the next three episodes that yeah. we'll be discussing that. But like, kill your dad or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, he had the decision to cheat. Yeah. It's not her fault. Deal with it internally. I mean, like, she's a factor in it, but like, it's not a one person decision. Yeah. It's, you're blaming it 100% on this woman when you should be talking to your dad. Maybe not go around killing people and killing teenagers yeah. or killing these people that are supposed to be your friends that are unrelated or, to it yeah or being in a relationship with this girl and supposedly being in love with her and totally like yeah. ruining her entire life yeah yeah, yeah awful yeah. awful he's and the then, worst i'm like why is Stu involved then peer pressure i'm like, he's a nutcase he's just a nutcase. he seems like a follower kind of guy oh for sure he just seems like he's just like i'm just gonna do the worst things possible yeah much as I can. I'm just pure chaos. Yeah. So then speaking of Stu, he goes over and pulls Sydney's dad out of a closet and he's all tied up and like duct taped around the mouth. And like beat up a little bit. Yep. So then they unveil their whole plan to like kill Sydney, mm-hmm. frame the dad by like putting a bullet in his head to make it look like he shot himself. Yep. And to like stab each other to make it look like they barely got out alive. Mm-hmm. So then they go and stab each other. That is the most insane thing I've ever seen. I was like, what? These no. kids are really crazy. Yeah, they're insane. So then Stu says something about, we're the only ones who live because we have to be in the sequel. We got to plan the sequel. There's always got to be a sequel. And they're all, both of these boys are like screaming at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, just calm down. <laughs> Roll it back a little bit. Yeah, just just once. Yeah, no, they're really intense. And then Sydney's like, they've seen, you guys have seen one too many scary movies. And Billy's like, movies don't make people crazy. Movies make psychopaths more creative. And then he stabs Stu like five more times. Yeah. And so Stu's then, like, oh, come on, man, stop. Yeah. He's like, bro, 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 too much, too much, too much. Bro, bro, bro. So then he tells Stu to go get the gun, but then uh, the gun isn't there. Yeah. And then there's Gail. Yeah. She comes out pointing the gun at them. So I guess she didn't really die. Yeah, but then Billy just goes right up to her and kicks her. Yeah, they like literally kick her out the house. Yeah, and knocks her out. And he's like, you left the safety on. Yeah. But that was the first time this whole movie I was happy to see Gail. Yeah, but like she says something while she's holding the gun up to them before Billy approached her. She mentioned that like she is going to use that info to get like a free man out of jail or whatever. Like she says like this little thing and I'm like, she listened to everything before interfering. Wow. (laughs) You're right. So she she has to get her story. Yeah. She just let everything happen before finally being like, okay, I'm here. Yeah. Like what? No. And then Billy's about to shoot Gail Mm -hmm. and Stu's like, "Uh oh. And he's like, what do you mean? Uh oh. (laughs) <laughs> and then you're like, where's Sydney and Neil? Yeah. They're gone. Well, since they both used the buddy system to go beat Gail up, mm-hmm. it gave Sydney and dad time to get away. Mm-hmm. So now they're gone. Yeah. And Stu is super bloody. <laughs> yeah, he is. 
he's, he's just really like dying covering. fast right now. Yeah, he's like, oh, God. <laughs> then the phone rings, and now Sydney is using the voice-changing tool. Oh, how the turntables. Yeah, right, because they when they were, like, unveiling that they were the ones doing it, they gave Neil back his cell phone, and so they used the, his phone to do all the calls, and they had this, they showed the voice changer box that they used and put it in Neil's pocket too. So she tells them that she called the cops. So now both dudes are losing it more than they already had. Yep. And Billy is freaking out because they lost Sydney. Yep. And Stu is freaking out because he's dying. <laughs> like, too much blood, man. I'm going, yeah. man. Then Stu is on the phone with her and he's like, did you really call the police? And she's like, Yeah. And he's like, my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me and starts crying. Yeah, I sure hope they're going to be mad yeah. at you. Oh, oh, you're grounded for murdering people. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Imagine if that's what happens. Yo, put his ass away for life. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So then Billy is looking around the house trying to find Sydney. And then she jumps out of the closet in the scream costume mm-hmm. and I think kills him. I don't know. She like beats him up with an umbrella. She stabbed him with the umbrella. Yeah. It's like one of those weird pointy umbrellas. That, yeah. Yeah. So then she rips the costume off. And then suddenly Stu has the energy to run and attack her. Mm-hmm. So he, he does that. Yeah. And then she kicks him in the nuts and then runs. But then he tackles her over a couch. And now they're like in front of the TV. Um, and he's like, I've always had a thing for you, Sid. Gross. And then she smacks him with a vase <laughs> and then gets up and drops the TV on his face. So like he's dead now. That's how he goes and yeah. he deserves it. <laughs> so then Sydney... It's a shocking ending for oh, Stu. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, he's always watching so much TV. Yeah. That's how he goes. So Sydney walks and stops at Billy's body and then Randy pops up. And I'm like, yep. oh, I thought he's dead. And he, we all thought he was dead. Yeah, we did. And he says, I should be. I never thought I'd be so happy to be a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and then pop, he gets socks in the face by Billy. Yep. And then Billy Because no one double taps. No, you know, I was thinking that too. There's not a single double tap in this movie at all. I was thinking that. I was like, yeah, they really got a double tap. Yeah. So Billy gets on top of Sydney and tries to choke her. Mm-hmm. And then she sticks her finger in his sa- stab wound. Great, great like, move gross yeah like effective, i hope she has but very effective i hope she has no cuts on her finger because that's how hiv happens yeah but i guess it's fine <laughs> because he gets you know he gets knocked off balance and then gail who again isn't dead for the third time isn't dead <laughs> she shoots him so now he's dead dead yeah sydney takes the gun from gail mm-hmm. and goes back up to billy's body and i'm thinking girl you should double tap and yeah. then he pops back up yeah, because, again, this is one of those self-aware oh, moments because yes. Sydney, Gail, and Randy are standing over his body. And Randy's like, be careful. This is when the supposed killer comes back for a second last scare. So then he comes back for his last scare. Mm-hmm. And then Sydney shoots him straight in the forehead and is like, not in my movie. And it's like, <laughs> damn, bitch. We damn did that. Well. So then the cops come. We have, like, the whole montage of them, like, cleaning up. Mm-hmm. And Gail immediately jumps into work mode. She's like, I got the eyewitness story. We, we respect a woman who knows how to get her job done. Yeah, she's on top of it. Yeah. She's like, I'm getting my award. (laughs) We see Dewey getting put into an ambulance, so I'm glad that he's not dead. Yeah. And then that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And then we get a quick flash of the killer for shock effect with like a lightning and thunder. Mm -hmm. But we know there's a sequel. So there's probably like a copycat killer or someone connected to one of the characters or maybe someone didn't die that we thought died. Who knows? I'm probably not watching the sequel. I definitely am not. (laughs) You know, I also found out that Harvey Weinstein was one of the producers on this. So gross. The misogyny checks out. Huh. But did I like this movie? Eh, I don't know. I, I liked, liked that it was self-aware, but I didn't care about any of the other parts of it. Yeah, I mean, I liked parts of it. I It was definitely way too long. I can see why people who are into horror movies would love this movie. Like, it's yeah. full of Easter eggs. It's full of references. Yeah. 
I didn't think it would be a movie that'd be taking jabs at other movies. Neither did I. You know? I didn't know, like, after finishing it, like, should we have gone in thinking it was more of, like, a campy thing? Mm-hmm. So I always went in thinking that it's supposed to be, like, the scary movie. So maybe, were we expecting too much out of it? Yeah, maybe we expected it to be more serious than it actually was. That's what I was wondering, too. And then this movie did take a while to pick up. Like, it And really when it did. did, when it, it was very zero to 100. Yeah. Like, literally, like, the last 15 minutes were when I was very invested. Into it. Yeah. And even then, I was still, every single time the killer didn't kill somebody because he couldn't fight, I was rolling my eyes and I'm like, of course you can't kill somebody. Yeah, maybe that was Stu. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I get what it was trying to do with referencing every other horror movie. But after the fifth one, I was like, is this... Is this original or is this just, to, are you barring other plot? Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, I mean, I would put this right down there with Top Gun. <laughs> not my favorite. Yeah. Definitely not The Matrix. And now, like, whenever I see, like, someone wearing one of those costumes, I'm just going to think it's so lame. Yeah. You know what's funny is I, I have a Scream costume or I have oh, one. Oh, you're lame. I know. I ne- <laughs> I, I, even though I have never seen the movie, I, I don't even know why I wanted the costume. But I had it for a few <laughs> you years. You were like, oh, that's scary. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let me do that. Halloween. It smelled horrible because it was, like, the silicone. Oh, gross. Yeah, no, I just, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Nothing life-changing about this movie. You know what's wild? The guy who played Billy, his name is Skeet Ulrich. Ew. Somebody's real name is Skeet. That's awful. I'm so sorry. That's not his real name. Stop it. I mean, that's his actor name. Oh, his actor name? He chose that? I didn't do the research to see if that was his real name or a chosen name. Uh, But It's worse if it's chosen. Somebody chose that for him. Actually, I don't know what's worse. (laughs) But that's, that's, yeah, that that was Scream. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) So are we going to go back to Game of Thrones? For sure. I'm like excited to start season four. I haven't started. Neither have I. <laughs> Whoop. But I'm ready. I saw a trailer and Amelia Clark, you know, the lady who plays Daenerys, she's in some like rom-com, I think. Yes, with Henry Golding. Yeah. It's called Last Christmas. And I can't tell if I like her hair. Like something mm. about the way she looks throws me off. I will definitely be watching that movie. But like she's so cute. Like she's such a cutie patootie yeah. that I really want to see it. It's based on all the music by Wham. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, so I have to go. Last Christmas, I, I get that song. Yeah, so it's the like that. And if I don't get Wake Me Up Before You Go Go, I'm going to be very disappointed. Leaving. I want yep. my money back for this yep. movie. <laughs> but yeah, right. I am. Yeah, I'm excited for that movie. Yeah. And I'm very excited that we're done watching this movie. Yeah, this was a very long yeah. one. Yeah. This was, wow, a really long episode. Ah, oh, sorry. I mean, we just. Oh. But thanks for listening. Yeah, hope you got some laughs. Yeah, yeah. And then you can. We'll have some shorter ones in the future. And make sure you listen to those by following Late to the Party on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Google Play. Yeah. And then following us on the social medias at Chowdy Media for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. We also um, somebody told me to start a TikTok, so I have that handle. Don't I still don't know what belongs on TikTok, but we have it just in case. Yeah. So whenever we figure that out, I mean, like we have a YouTube too, and I still haven't posted that one video I've been meaning to post. Whoops. So in it'll happen. the distant future, maybe Give us we'll time, start. Guys. Yeah. We're a two man team yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've been doing good with the comics and the podcast, so we need some more time for the video. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah. Enjoy this very long episode. <laughs> I'm sure you've split it up over a few days, just like we needed to split this movie up over a few days. Uh, for sure. So we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.